We are on a mission. A mission to save and revitalize independent pharmacy. On the Catalyst Pharmacy Podcast, you will get actionable business advice, hear stories from industry leaders, and share a laugh with us. Fuel your passion for pharmacy one conversation at a time. How did, how did your parents name you Jackson? Were they Jackson 5 fans? Uh, that's actually pretty funny you bring it up. So Jackson is my mother's maiden name. Okay. I always just tell people that my parents decided they wanted me to embarrass both sides of the family. Interesting. <laughs> I love I like that. Your, I like your attitude. Because I, I, like I that, thought that about humility. doing that with my son, um, giving him my maiden name. Which that he would have. Oh, well that, they're easy though. Because you have a, you, your middle name, your first name, your last name, my your last, maiden name. My yeah. maiden name. Yeah, because that's Scott. That's a, yeah, that would have been an Scott's easy. a first name that happened to be a last name. Yes. Jackson is a last name. And so is Cohen. That would be a first name. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Jackson Justice. I just love it. I'm going to say that multiple times to the podcast just because it sounds cool. Saying it outside, Jackson Justice. He's so, going to start a musical over here. That's his thing. Do, do, so you've only been in the <laughs> you were you were in the I kind of wish I'd been a lawyer because the like the name just sounds better as a lawyer. Oh, oh yeah, that's for true. The whole marketing that would have been yeah yeah right. one three nine nine justice right with a with a U. It's just perfect. Yeah, and it's just that, us. Just us. Nice. Okay. How do you get to Iowa? Because people are telling about Iowa. He didn't start out there. So I you don't sound like you're from Iowa, there, Jackson. I originally came from Appalachia, so it's eastern Kentucky, southwest Virginia. Okay. Uh, the the okay. tri-states run together right okay. there at the toe of Virginia. Um, I was working for one of the chains in Charlottesville, Virginia at the time, and that's kind of when the pandemic kicked off, and I was primarily giving flu shots, and uh, the mm-hmm. COVID testing was just about to start. And no polite way to say it, I despised going to work every day. Hmm. Um so I started looking for other opportunities and I was already six hours from home anyway. So at that point, everything was fire game and I was just looking mm-hmm. all over the country. Um, my morning routine was coffee. You don't indeed look for some independence, see what we got. Yep. And mm-hmm. I just happened to stumble into this job with this crew wound up in Iowa. Yeah. I keep saying that there needs to be a better way to connect pharmacists to opportunities like that and not make it such a, rabbit hole on google i thought it was going to be spam to be honest really this job ad shows up it's like uh ownership opportunity and like huh. we want young uh, so, so was that you know, a like a, a a blast out or did they actually they they called your name they they saw jackson justice and like i'm gonna have him run a pharmacy because he, he sounds like a superhero right jackson i like his justice. name he sounds jackson smart justice. I know. Yeah, we have I to think you. about. He's going to turn your name into a musical. No, it's not a musical. It's going to be like a superhero show. He needs like a. We got to. I'm already thinking about what's his costume. He's got to have. <laughs> yeah, it's just the white coat. Okay, sorry. I'm oh, I'm, you're, I'm you're all fine. over the place today. I think it's fun. Okay, so so you got this like spam email, and filling and that said, hey, we're looking for. Sorry, let me. It wasn't a spam email. I when I looked at the ad, I thought uh, I was going to start getting spam. With you thought you were getting like a it. Craigslist. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was well made, but I was like, you know, opportunities like this don't really exist anymore. This can't be this well, easy. Like, I, like, it's probably too good to be true. I'm just going to start getting a bunch of spam, but was it going to hurt? So took a shot at it. Is there a place? So let's say there are other young pharmacists like you who 
think I'm done. They're with the miserable chain with the whole chain thing. And I want to look. I want to. I want to start my own adventure like you did. I mean, is, what, is there a place where people are looking for that? Is there like a place that puts those people together? People who are trying to open pharmacies with partnering with people. So there are the franchises, uh, your good neighbor and stuff, help you get one started. Right. Um, I'm with Total Dose franchise, which is a little different at the moment, and it's okay. pretty new too. So right now it's just a group of pharmacists and yep. a couple of technicians, and they're they're buying independents and trying to don't want them to sell out to the chains. Want to take them mm-hmm. and try to rejuvenate Amen. them. Amen. Yep. So looking for the ones that you know have your. Uh, you know, your older philosophies, the feel and build model. Mm-hmm. And then we're trying to inject the, the med saints and the vaccines and the point of care testing, all those new services, and, you know, turn that pharmacy around to the point. Right now, the way to get into that is primarily through a uh, residency program with them okay. based out of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. That'd probably be the, the easiest path or avenue into where we're Just right at at school, so... Right. My trip was a little different because they had this opportunity about this store and they needed someone. And if you ask them, they'll tell you some flattering story about interviewing and being the best candidate. But I'll tell you the truth. There was a limited number of people at the time. <laughs> I- I'm loving his humility. He- he's really a rock star in there. Right. And he just uh, I like this little this upfront attitude of kind of like, yeah, OK. All right. But so that's like the beginning of a great underdog story. It's like no, I'm I so amazing it. about it. And and yeah, so. All right, so Iowa, here we come. Good thing we like beef, right? And so we're headed to Iowa. Um, tell us about the first couple of months and stuff in the in the new store. Ah, uh, oh boy. So I always joke that I'm cursed. And I tell that to people when I go places. Uh, it's like I'm cursed to play every game on a, the highest difficulty. So day <laughs> one, day one, the power goes out. I was okay. looking around at these people I didn't really know at my staff. Now I'm just like, I told you, here we go. A few days later, I kid you not, like the phone lines get cut. Oh no! I think we're. I think we're. I feel like I'm sitting here in an episode of Hee Haw. We're about to go gloom, despair, and agony on me. Woo! Deep dark depression. You're aging yourself. No, Calm it down. Sorry. <laughs> I was watching it on reruns. I was really little. All right, so stop interrupting and singing. Let me. I'm talk. sorry. All right, so who cut the lines? Is that they were digging for something, or uh, I don't know that it was cut. The phones just quit working for the day. They had been working on the power in the alleyway, uh, okay. kind of where our drive-through is. Phones were in the same. They ended up burying those. It was a citywide project, but in that process, they managed to knock the phones out within the first couple of weeks of my starting oh, no. after the power going out. Hmm. There's actually a pretty long list of things like it. I call it our our own version of a, a series of unfortunate events. This is a dark cloud. It's it's, it's a cloudy there. No, no, no. He got haze. That's what was happening. He oh, was that is true. Hazed. So, so is this the existing staff with you, or did they bring in new staff when they bought this store? Kept everybody. Kept everybody. So okay, how did good. they how did they embrace you? Were they like they adopt uh, you, or you like go back? Were they like go back to Kentucky? What was you brought this dark cloud with you. Go home. Yeah, what did you do? Yeah, A large portion of everything that's happened thus far is due to their flexibility. Like, I say it all the time. They're really good sports. Okay. And, you know, when they, I get to go in. I can try anything new under the sun. We can try and fail. Uh, they just kind of roll with it. And that gives us, I created them um, 
for that. That gives us the room to huh. do these new things I and try that. these new things. I do too. So when we struggle, when things are hard, I'll say, hey, you guys are good sports. I, say, I, mean, you, I can go on for a while just you know, how much that's, how important that has been yep. for the changes that mm-hmm. we brought in. Because, you know, when I first got here, I was always, my only concern was like, oh my God, I don't know the software. I don't know the staff. I don't know, um, you know, like state Medicaid. I don't, there's so much I don't know. What didn't stop for to think like, oh, these guys just got a new boss. I bet they're freaking out yeah. on the other end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From Kentucky. Did you <laughs> yeah. bring a bourbon? Did you bring bourbon with you? I did not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you have a favorite bourbon? Yeah, it's dirt cheap. Dirt cheap bourbon. <laughs> we drank uh, Evan Williams all through college, and it's just kind of a nostalgic go-to. That's what's stuck. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Because um, I finally got to go to Kentucky for the first time in uh, April. I was there working on my uh, CTSM certification, and it's like, okay, I've never been to Louisville. We did a, um, a tour of Angel's Envy. And learn like I didn't know this, but it was kind of an interesting trick that he taught me that if you're if you're trying so with wine, you take a sip and then they say your first sip is to cleanse your palate, and then the second sip is where you actually get to taste the florals and the grape and the fruit and all that. And the next forty sips is what changes your attitude. <laughs> Makes you even happier. <laughs> um, but with bourbon, he said take a sip, hold it in your mouth for 10 seconds. I was like, this is going to burn. <laughs> and then you swallow it. And then it's like, okay, now drinking bourbon doesn't burn. And you're actually yeah. tasting more of the so flavors. So all your and taste buds are honey. temporarily destroyed. Yeah. And so burned. you don't taste the pure alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Then you, yep. it was interesting. It was interesting. Cause then you did actually pick up some flavors that you normally t- pick up in like your first sip of wine. Right. Cause you're not tasting the alcohol flavor. It's anymore. not burning. I guess your that's interesting. So when, you, when you think about it, um, you know, like these people who work at rendering plants and things like that, your body learns to something that's really strong, it stops smelling, right? So you work in a rendering plant, you know, you're there now, you know, you learn to not smell that putrid smell because um, your, your human, your brain needs to be able to find the new stuff, not the existing stuff. So that might make sense. It kind of kills the alcohol piece of that that enables you. I wonder if that works with other, other alcohols, though. Because, I mean, like, vodka has so many flavors. Like, I see an experiment in our future. I think so. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of interested now. Right, Let's try so, vodka. So he didn't bring bourbon. Do we bring gifts? Did you uh, – how, how did you how did you win them over? How did you just uh, – I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> it, it was the Southern Charm. It was the Southern Charm. Southern Charm every time. Yeah, because uh, Travis Wolf teaches a class um, – he teaches a class. I think he's teaching it this year at Connect, which is talking about culture and keep – you know, creating that culture and keeping it and finding the good ones and um, helping them along. But – so, I mean, what, if you had to look back and reflect, what would you say is one of the things that you did to kind of help that culture stay together and invite you in? So I have a pretty stern workplace, workplace environment philosophy. Okay. As in, by stern, I mean, I'm going to have a good day at work. Okay. Now, when I interview people, I tell them, I'm like, I'm going to have a good day at work. I've worked jobs that I was miserable. That comes, that comes home with me, and I'm miserable at home, too. So I focus on bringing together teams that work well together, but where we laugh more than we have any downtimes. Nice. Um, I love that mentality. That, that's number two from today. I love that. That's great. I'm going to have a good day today. Yeah. 
So we, we try to focus on that and like I interview people and I don't do the basic. Did you memorize this interview question? What answer did you recite before you came in today? I, um, I usually throw people off and ask them what their favorite cheese is. Mm-hmm. A couple of just off the wall questions. And then I just okay. talk to them. Yeah. I'm looking for people, not robots. Yep. Yeah. I think it's, it, it's very American to very capitalism to invest for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to work hard in school. So I can get this. I'm going to work hard now. So I can get this and work hard. Now, I mean, this, um, but the interesting thing about, you know, like my wife's parents are like 85 and, and they're in assisted living and, and, you know, it has you thinking about life and the only way to have a happy life is to be happy today. If you're going to be happy tomorrow, you're never going to be happy, right? Cause it's always tomorrow. So I love that you're saying, Hey, we're going to, I'm going to have a good day today because if you have a good day today, it's all good. Yeah. And they're likely come back tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good, good point. I like that. Ask him a random right, question. Everybody, I'm ordering you to have a good day today. <laughs> no, I also tell people, I was like, this is a hypocrisy. I'm going to be a hypocrite. So do as I say, not as I do thing. But in return, I will buy your affection with treats and coffee, et cetera, over the course of and time. Cheese. Nice, nice. <laughs> Just roll with it. And, you know, there'll be some perks come back your way. Huh. Yeah. So I, I interview people, I talk to them, I like people, I give them an honest in, uh, you know, depiction of what it's going to be like and you know, kind of how things are, the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people tell me my interview strategies, uh, they don't agree with them because I do bring up some of the downsides of working in that job. But, yeah, you know, I want the right people, I want ones that are going to stay, so I give them a full picture of it. Mm. I tell them exactly, you know, I give them a dose of what it's like to be with me for 15 minutes because... My staff does not get paid enough to put up with me all day. I got you. Well, I mean, we're already like 20 minutes in, and I'm enjoying the conversation, so I can't imagine you're that horrible to work for. Yeah, uh, there's the off-limit off topics that are not allowed on podcasts. Ah. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. I'll get my soapbox out and talk about insurance and whatnot if you really want yeah. me to. But I think a lot of, pe- a lot of pharmacists yeah, can get Yeah, and that's true. You, you can see a lot of pharmacies could get trapped and- in talking all day about the things that are bad. Rather than talking about the mm-hmm. things that are good, and there's a lot of and there's, there's a lot of good things that, happening. There's sometimes that yeah, pharmacists get get trapped in that, and then I think they go down a rabbit hole that just kind of ruins them on pharmacy. Because I mean, I've seen a couple, and it's like you find your positive. You know, this is this isn't the end of the world. This is you know, this is one bad example of something that you just got to triumph through. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm bad to do that. So I'm I'm probably the most negative on the team, which is something that, you know, that puts a lot of pressure on me because mm-hmm. they'll come down as far as I go in a day. Mm. Gotcha. So that's yep. why that's I have to look point. for these ways to stay positive and happy. That's why every Thursday is chicken salad day. Chicken salad day. Okay. Thursday, okay. Is that are you no, bringing no it in from a local business? or it's just chicken salad day. We just did it two or three weeks in a row, and then we just – I just started turning it into a theme by saying it's chicken salad day. Once you do it one week, the next week it's chicken salad payday. Yeah. <laughs> and once you get once you get paid on that day, then it just turned into a thing. And now every Thursday we go to the same place, and we don't always get chicken salad now, but we still eat at the same place. And huh. but you're like calling a, the restaurant it's a chicken salad for the staff to do together. Okay. So so you hear so 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 bringing the staff around, kind of a very disarming, kind of a humble personality. Um, a very kind of setting expectations low, 
you know, so kind of really, hey, here's the good and here's the bad. Um, so that, you know, people making people happy is where what happens to them is better than what they expected. Right. So setting a low bar, that's great. And, and looks like he does a lot of kind of um, kind of add, well, you know, kind of treats and things and going out to lunch and stuff like that. So so we kind of you got some methods that brought the staff together. Now, what do we start doing on the pharmacy? So the pharmacy was filling billing. Where did you start from there? Uh, first thing we really did was vaccines. We got those in. It was right during yeah, COVID. Yeah, yeah, pandemic. Yep. Um, so we got you focused on in for a while. CPSN to get some vaccines. Uh, mm -hmm. Local public health agency was doing a good job of getting some of those out to our pharmacies in our community as well. So they brought some down for us, and uh, it was a little bumpy at the beginning because it was a new system for me, new way to build things. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'd done vaccines inside of a store before, but we had never, I'd never had to do the billing on the mm. back end. Yep. Mm. So uh, a lot of new things to take on, especially with how the COVID was working and the public health emergency. Um, and it just for the beginning, it was just me to give them. Uh, we had to backtrack and do some CEs and stuff just to make the state and the board happy. Uh, mm -hmm. For the rest of the staff, I had an RN at that time who was also able to do some. Nice. That's smart. Um, unfortunately, the COVID money got her away from me mm -hmm. and back mm -hmm. into nursing. So, okay, I'm kind of curious because um, in or once you got the COVID vaccine, it's like you had so much time to execute these vaccines or you lost them. So what kind of tips and tricks did you kind of pull out of your sleeve to execute all the vaccines within the timely manner that was required? Yeah, getting the people in. We put up some ads. Uh, we eventually ended up getting people from about two hours away coming to get vaccines oh, wow. at the store. That That's was early on when they were scared. Crazy. Uh, yep. Yeah. But, you know, we were rural. We had some of the, you know, the next biggest city over. Some of their mm -hmm. people were coming down to get vaccines at that time. Um, so we had, we had to schedule people every couple, every 30 minutes or something. I had to borrow some chairs from down the street to put in the lobby just to have extra room. So pretty packed in the beginning but as time went on and more people got to distributing the vaccines it kind of mellowed out and now it's just a uh, not a random but it's just you know a regular office visit okay are we doing so now that we've kind of come out of the pandemic are we starting to do other types of vaccines and really what what's really pushing that along we offered all those from the beginning okay okay so I, I came from a chain where i was doing uh my primary role was to give vaccines at the time. Mm -hmm. So I was pretty familiar with that process. So that was a pretty easy implementation for us. So are we doing a lot? We're we doing a lot of shingles vaccines and um... quite a few shingles vaccines. Okay. Mainly were shingles, COVID, flu, um, a couple of pneumonia on occasion. I haven't seen a ton since they changed it. I think most people were doing that in the doctor's office right now. Um, and then other than that, not, not the other ones because they come in the packs of 10 and it just, Put the strain on you. Yeah. Do you think that's you think the RSV is going to be done in the doctor's office, or do you think that's going to be in pharmacy? Not sure yet. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I'm not too up to date on that one at the moment. All right. Okay, so we've come out of the pandemic. We're out of vaccines. What's next? We're out of vaccine. We're vaccines are still a thing and going to be continue to be a thing. So, um, what other new things would you say you've began to tackle in the pharmacy or or onboard or start processes procedures? You might as well flip the table over and okay. start from scratch. We basically stripped it down and started from scratch. Okay. And again, right back to, you know, commending my staff on how flexible they have been the whole time. They got new phones, new computers, new policies, a new handbook. 
they were doing new things, all this new stuff at one time, led by the guy who it was also very new to me on most of those things. Mm-hmm. And while it felt miserable at the time, I looked back on it, I was like, oh, God, that could that could have been much, much worse <laughs> than it was. Yeah. But once we kind of got in the rhythm of doing the vaccines, and that's just a regular part of business now, we started, uh, we've got point of care testing. We are part of a state program where we offer HIV and HCV testing for free for anyone that wants to come in. Um, Our next biggest thing is probably the MedSync program that we got started up, though. I think we're closing in on 10% of our patients now. I was about to ask. Very good. Um, I traditionally have only ever worked in a field and bill pharmacy or given vaccines for the chain. Mm -hmm. So that's the only world I'd ever seen. And people were. I kept hearing, oh, MedSync will free you up to do this and that, free you up to do this and that. And I was skeptical. I was like, there's no way doing that's going to make it easier than what I can sling together here on the counter. Like, I've been mm-hmm. doing this for yeah. years. But we, we gave in, we started working on it, and I got one gal who is a, you know, that's just, that's her niche. She, like, she's very detailed. She's very organized. That is the thing that just works, mm-hmm. works in her favor the best, and she's done really well with it. And I see the downtime now. Yep. So now we take that downtime and we team huddle, talk about a project, and we break to do things. We've got uh, we got story models going on. Mm-hmm. We're breaking down, analyzing our numbers, you know, what we're doing. Uh, we're looking at the things we build. Are we building them right? Yep. Um, Still, so, 10, like, t- to me, 10% is just the beginning of that. Mm-hmm. Do you right. have a goal for more like, I mean, I think goal should be maybe more around 30% or so? Well, the goal for me should be 100%. Ah, I like it. You've been talking to Amina. Yep. I mean, in my in my perfect world, in theory, every patient is on a medicine can 100% compliant. Yep. Uh, yeah. Obviously, that's not ever going to be possible, but... Yeah, well, you certainly can get really... I mean, uh, you know, there are pharmacists today will tell you that you ask them what percent's on medicine, they'll say everybody's on medicine. So even if they're on one drug, they put them on a, on a cycle... Where they follow up, especially with a high dollar drug, you know, they put them on a on a time frame where they're following up with them. So something that I'm curious about, um, and it's it's been something that I'm scratching the surface on, and I'm just it's it's something that I've become super passionate about. Is um, one acronyms are horrible because not everybody speaks your language. Like CTSM? <laughs> uh, yes, like not everyone knows what CTSM is, and I threw that out there. And yes, the CTSM is Certified Trade Show Marketer. Thank you for calling me out on that one. Um, but the second one is that, you know, we use a lot of our terminology, and it's like, okay, hang on, we're trying to push Rx Local to patients. And I'm like, okay, so-and-so, you just wrote this blog. Go back and ask your grandmother what MedSync is because you put everything in pharmacy terminology and I doubt your grandmother's going to be able to read this and understand what is going on. So, I mean, how do you onboard a patient? What are some of the tricks and stuff that you're using and saying to the patient to kind of educate and enlighten them on these on these programs that you're offering? We identify somebody we think benefits from it and we just one-on-one talk to them, explain to them what we do, how we're doing it, you know, what the objective of it is. Um, and we, you know, we explain to them, like, you're going to get some bottles or some packages that may have two or three in them, and don't freak out. That's by design. Because, um, you know, we found that to be one of the biggest barriers is if you don't thoroughly get someone to understand that, then 
that could be one of the biggest throw-offs for them. And once they get skittish and scared of it, they don't want to continue on with it. So It's like, you know, when you take your cows to the cell barn? Can you imagine if you took your cows one at a time to the cell barn? You're not supposed to. <laughs> right. You got You want to take all your cows, they'll freak out and die, right? So, no, you don't want to die. Take all your cows to the cell barn at the same time. No. It's all Iowa cow thing, so sorry. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't this the home of Gateway? I Wasn't know. Gateway in Iowa the Gateway the computers? Again, I'm dating myself. You all right, are. go ahead. Short. So, we talked to the people one-on-one, get them, get them going. Um, on the med sink. I like that, making sure we don't have used acronyms and stuff. Um, yeah, we're dealing with, again, you know, both my wife's parents are in assisted living, and and that's really important in that environment, um, getting things up and, and doing um, adherence, multi-dose package. Y'all doing any multi-dose packaging? We do some blister packaging, not multi-dose, or depends on your definition of multi-dose at the time. Well, multi-dose uh, we blister we would be blister. more than one drug in the blister. Yeah, we, we're just doing the single blister packs at the moment. Okay, so like a nursing home kind of still. So do we have plan to do? Do y'all have, are you handling any assisted living or anybody where they're trying to take their meds together? We have been tossing around some ideas on that front. We don't service a ton of assisted living facilities. Um, we have some group homes okay. that get the blister packs at the moment. It's something I'm thinking about for them. Okay. Um, We've also kicked around the idea of a central field for uh, the blister packaging. Oh, for your team. And multi your yeah. multi-location. Okay. That's interesting. So a lot of, a lot of ideas at the moment. No sound playing on the next yeah. step forward. Because CVS right. got out of that. Um, mm. so, yes, they did. And I still think there's a market for kind of charging for that. I don't know. Maybe. So, okay, you're the recipient of the 2022 uh, oh, yeah. Flip the Pharmacy Award. So what of your projects would you say Flip that pharmacy. kind of uh, got you recognition or acknowledgement or that you contribute to that achievement? Is that one? Did they do like, did they move the bus? Yes. Wow. I got you. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh -huh. That wasn't a bus. That was, was a truck. It was a moving truck. No, I think sometimes it was move that move the truck. Whatever. Okay, so something <laughs> I would watch when I was a child and there was nothing else on TV. Yep, me too. Let's see who's dating who. All right. <laughs> so you won the Flip the Pharmacy Award. What what did you if you had to name off, hey, these these four or five things were the things that I did to flip my pharmacy. You know, we brought in the new services. We did, you know, we were mm -hmm. on the COVID vaccines, we had the COVID antivirals. You know, we were participating in those services that people needed at the time. Um, you know, you're bringing in those services. You're looking at the future models of pharmacy. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that my coach, who nominated us for the award, pointed out that she really liked is I started a metrics board in the back. Okay. Um, nice. Most of my staff have a specific metric that they are responsible for, and we track it on month to months. To see their, you know, they get awesome. to see their impact, they see okay. their progress, they they know if it's not working, and it gives them something to gauge what they've been doing off of instead of us just trying to, like the old ways of doing inventory on the shelf, you walk around and right. eyeball it. Mm -hmm. So I, I solidified some things to numbers for my staff, um, and then, you know, the thing she really points out is at the bottom, I include a column, it's, it's wins, small wins. Uh-huh. And it's just a free response, fill it in. Uh, huh. So okay. give us some examples so, yeah, of right. some metrics. Uh, we're still tracking basic scripts per day. Okay. But we started looking more at, you know, how many people are using the Rx local app? Um, what is our, what's our social media reach? Um, 
what our mid-site per percentage. Are you using the social, the um, ARGS local social media calendar to assist? I don't, but yes. Got, <laughs> I don't, guys, but we do. You got a guy. Yes, I got a guy. I got a gal. Um, okay, nice. That's cool. And, and, and um, you could feed that calendar to ChatGPT along the about of your pharmacy. I thought, I thought it was, I thought it, you'd moved on. Chat. You love ChatGPT? Yeah, so I can imagine oh, yeah. putting in that, like our idea for the calendar today, throwing that in with the about section of your pharmacy and say, tell ChatGPT, this is the about section from our website or our pharmacy. This is the social media post about we want to post about today. Write us a custom post and see what it did. Be fun. I've been or, playing with AIs a lot in the last couple of weeks. It's Pretty amazing. impressive what they can do. What all have you done on on, on AI? I love I love finding out who's who's discovered AI and playing with it because the interesting is that um Jeff and I went to a PMA conference um Product Marketing Alliance okay they're getting rid of the acronym nice and job. Um, now if I could just teach you to do the same thing what um and so it was real surprising you can learn, learn from his humbleness ditto. <laughs> My staff's going to be so mad when they hear this and you say humble because that is not how I act at work. Oh, no. Okay. So uh, I glow all the time. This, this, is his, um, this is his normal Joe persona. They're right? not you know, going to be mad. A superhero they're has, they're what, gonna, do they, what do they call that? With superhero, what is his, his, al first, his, alter, his alter ego? ego? Yeah, this, uh, this is, this is, he's given us his Clark Kent. This is his Clark Kent. This is the Clark, so Clark Kent. Kent. Yeah, he's very humble. He needed to have the glasses on. Right. In the pharmacy, he's like, and... Yep. All right. So, yeah. Okay. So we'll one of the things that was super interesting is that at the Pro Product Marketing Alliance conference <laughs> is that um, they threw out a survey question and showed it on the board. It was real remarkable that only 40% of marketers had even touched AI. Yeah, this was, and congrats to you wow. for being for all being over it. For being in you front should. of it. And so I'm, I'm just interested as, you know, people play with it. Like Jeff gets bored and I'll get, like, he sent me a happy Mother's Day that he did. Um, that was an AI created image. Um, I thought it was lovely, actually. It was Sorry, very it wasn't lovely. It was, it was whimsical. It was very whimsical. whimsical. Yeah, I just asked so ChatGPT. Kind of I said, give me 10. Go ahead. What kind of things have you played around with in AI? Um, exactly what you two are talking about. So a big struggle for us, we've got a lady that does the RX local post. Okay. okay. But our social media, like, marketing game is non-existent. I despise social media. Okay. It's pulling teeth to put my own stuff on there. And well, it's where, it's where everything's going to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was been an obstacle for us. And then I don't remember how I got started on it. It's been just a few weeks. I think uh, Microsoft Edge came out and then put the AI inside of their browser. Yep. Mm -hmm. So it's there all the time. And then I started using it for research or whatever. And I was Googling uses for AI. And I found out that you can create art with it. And I was like, can I apply this to my non-existent social media marketing? Because, like, the, the obstacle is right. we can't create the content. Right. So if a robot will create it for me, so be it. I was going to run with it for a while and see Copy if anybody paste. asked me yep. how I was doing it. Because I wasn't telling my partners that I was using AIs for my social media right now. Nice. <laughs> going to see just how it to, just went. And what did they, yeah, what did they say? They're like, oh. Uh, other at the moment, so... If you want to go to our page and look, we started putting up these random jokes on a chalkboard once a week. Okay. Uh, the first one that went up, I had chatbot caption that. Okay. I mean, chatbot cracks me up with the cheesy dad jokes that it gives out. Nice. I have a fan. Oh, no. It was a dad joke. Oh, no. 
So that, and then I started trying to use the the dolly version of it to okay. uh, generate yeah, art because yep. I was wondering if I could create like infographics from descriptions. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Instead of having to like go in and create that in software manually, I was wondering if I could just describe what I needed to a robot, create Very me an infographic true, yeah. and paste that. Well, and you can have ChatGPT do that. And you also got bard.google.com now, Bard's free. But ChatGPT, what I did for Mother's Day is I said, hey, give me 10 ideas for images that represent Mother's Day. And it gave me 10 ideas. And then I figured out which one I liked, which was a, a whimsical scene of a mother and child flying a kite. And so I just plugged that into the best one I found is, is uh, for stuff like that is um, Bing's Image Creator, which is also free right now. And just plug that in whimsical view it give me four it gives me four options um you get so many free credits and then they they rebuild themselves but um it was really good so you can use ai to give you the ideas of what the images look like and then with the images but things you should also be doing is thinking about what your keywords are so hey write this post make sure you include these keywords um make sure you include concepts about why people buy you know one, one of the things that you really want to do with your social media posts is you want to try to and, and one thing you can do in your is really, really entertained, but you want to provide them value. Um, you know, one, one of the things that, that we had was, um, you know, happy good earth day. You know, you see all these posts where everybody, now there's going to be, you know, 40 million people on it's pizza day, you know, and figuring out how you can transform that into something that educates people. Right. So if it's pizza day, tell them some really cool history about pizza in Iowa or, our, our pizza in your town. You know, the first person to, to, to open a pizza place in our town was so-and-so. Or, you know, hey, chime in with who's your favorite pizza in town. You know, do something because people, you want people to share your post or forward your post to other people, and they're not going to share them unless it provided them some piece of value. Right, if they got value right, from like it. Right, like taking your pizza idea and, and supporting a local pizza business and going, you know, for Pizza Day, we are working with local, biz, this local business, we're bringing in pizza for the office, you know, kudos, this is our favorite, what's your favorite slice? And then they would, they, and then they would feel the need to share it on their social media that for Pizza Day, that this pharmacy brought in their, their business and, yeah. um, yeah, we, we probably ought to re-reflect on our little monthly. We we do a little monthly thing that says each day the kind of stuff we should do. And we probably ought to re-look at that to try to figure oh, out some yeah. ideas for adding value, right? Not just saying, hey, it's pizza. We're really thinking about, hey, are we doing things that add value? Because um, you're right. Now with AI, you guys should be able to have the time to do stuff. Now, you still need to give it the bones. You, you still need to be creative. Um, well, you know, ChatGPT is kind of flushing it out. To a degree, because, I mean, it's, you know, you look at, in our day, we didn't have the internet. So we're doing research on encyclopedia, going in, uh, going to the library. Or, like, if you had a, fa if you had a friend who, <laughs> that was the house with the encyclopedias, you're like, that's awesome. You, you know what I heard and when you said, go ahead. Yes, our day. Yeah. Yes. Now I'm slightly aging myself here. I know, but when I, what I heard when you said that is I heard the little, remember the little sound the modem made when it connected? We need to interject that into the podcast right here when you said that. 
But see, <laughs> even when I hit school, internet was not an option for doing research. Right. You bought the disc that had the encyclopedia uh -huh. on it. That was the first. So you remember it too. Oh, and, yeah. Yep. And now... I can tell you my stages of research development over the years. It's four. <laughs> All right, give it to them. Tell us your four. Yeah, what are your four? Uh, we just do it the hard way by reading. Then there was search engines. Then I discovered Control F. That yep. was a game changer for me. Now Chatbot. <laughs> yep. Chat, yep. 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 And, and Chatbot so, is search and answer now. Yeah. And yeah. so now kids. Bing's. Sorry, you talk about creative. Bing's um, is the only one I've seen that gives me the three options for. I, I can set it to creative, balanced, or strict. Uh -huh. Which yes. one are you? I'm, I'm using creative. They're creative. All right. Okay. Yeah. So and and now kids are just going to be able to go cool. Write me a paper on oh. dinosaurs. And, and, and it's going to be there. Uh, and so it's just going to be just there. They're it, just going to get to, there's not going to be any reading or any writing involved. It's just going to be the creativity of, um, cool, I read five sentences, write me a paper on dinosaurs. These are my top things I'm interested in I want to hit. Or like, that, hey, write a book report for me and I'm required to put in three quotes from that book. And now... It's like, how are teachers going to gauge that? Because like, I think when I was in college, the thing was buying your papers on the internet became a thing. Yeah. Yep. 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 So I'm going to give somebody out there who wants to do Etsy a great idea. Okay. So, okay. you know, one of the big things now is to get, is using all these tools and building a t-shirt. I think our, our digital marketing manager was talking about how he, he was, uh, did a t-shirt to sell for, for his daughter. She's into music. But imagine a t-shirt with a t-shirt says creative, balanced, or strict. And has one of those highlighted. You sell three different shirts, and you get to choose which one you order, and that well, that's plays be, off that's of the That's going to be Jackson's shirt. Yeah, yeah. You have to, that's great. So, I love it. That'll and, be and, and his will shirt. be, and his will, and, and you highlight the one that it is, right? Well, no, so no, no. you can buy three possible you do, shirts. Which one you, do you like are? Like a, a Justice League. I'm creative, image balanced, or strict. On the front, and then on the back, it says. Which, which one are you? Creative, balanced, or strict? Definitely not balanced. Not. I've got pretty good balance. No, just, just yeah, I'm all over the place. But uh, kids super would say creative. you're strict. I think my kids would say I'm strict. Yep. Yep. There's nothing wrong with being strict, my kids. So. Do you have kids? Do you have family, kids, any of those kind of things? No. Dog. No, I'm, oh, like no dog either. No dog. His pharmacy is his baby. He's, his pharmacy is his baby. He's got yes, his, his team. His pharmacy is his baby. If I knew how to get through the puppy stage, I'd get one, but. I'm just gone too much during the day to get through that time. Do you get to vacation? Do you get to, have you got to that stage where you feel like I could go away from the pharmacy for a week or two? Yeah, no. I'm no. actually on vacation <laughs> right now. Oh, you are? But uh, that... it's a staycation. That was uh, kind of. Okay. I owed my other pharmacist some days back that I'd covered. And if I didn't give them up, she might go get another job. So okay. I had to take a couple of days off. Yeah. Do you do you get out to any? Do you go to any trade shows? Do you ever get the way to do that? Uh, Wholesale uh, show or something? Been to RBC, NCPA. Talked about going to Connect. Thinking about maybe doing the pharmacy ownership workshop. We try to do one major thing a year in one of our more local regional. Mm hmm. Interesting. So, are you, you going to be at RBC this year or NCPA? What's the big one this year? I uh, don't know yet. Haven't decided. Thinking about skipping both this year. Uh, I don't have to renew my license until next year, so the yeah. CE is a so little I'm, bit overkill. So I'm, I'm feeling a little workaholic. Kind of. I'm, I'm feeling some some separation anxiety. Like I'm worried it's not going. Things aren't going to be okay well, if baby. I'm not here. I know it. I know it. But you got to have. What do What do they have? That that mental health. That 
You know, I, I find you're, you're is yours. You're on a mental health kick right now about I know, but um, like when I take a vacation, I come back. It's, and, and so here's the here's an interesting. I, I give my we'll have this again. We'll cut this out if we want to. But, but I'm sharing I'm with you. Do the snickering like your employees are when they go meet him. Humble. No. So no, no. They're talking about vacation, like getting emails you, at 5 a.m. at 2 a.m. from Hawaii. And it's like, why are you not on a beach right now? So innovation I to schedule my emails out. <laughs> so you're not able to innovate when you're at the bench right so when right. you're when you're doing this there's no creativity happening there's no innovation so going this on. is your week of stillness is yeah what you're, yeah you're innovation right innovation yeah. comes from stillness yes and, and whether that maybe you got some some work to do around the house or something like that and a lot of times vacation i come back with way more ideas than my staff probably wants me to I called you my staff. That's weird. Team. Um, so, uh, so I don't know. I encourage you. My encouragement is to find some stillness. You know, make sure you're getting it. And not only are some of those conferences important, and one of the things that Catalyst Connect is important for is just the connections, the people that you connect to who are going to give you ideas and stimulate you um, and that you're going to come back and, and introduce and, and the things that you're going to share. Um it's 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 a priceless thing. So you figure out well, how to do same that. Same as you, I usually come back with more ideas than my staff is ready for. Yeah, but we you got to have ten. In general, you got to have ten ideas for one to be a home run. Mm-hmm. And and where are you generating those true. ten ideas? Yeah. Again, let's go back to how flexible my staff is being. What good sports they are. That lets me try ten, twenty ideas to get yep. one good one out so of. So that's them. when you bring in the donuts and the coffee, and you're like, I have an idea. All right, exactly. So, so we've been to church. I've preached. Let's back off of church. Um, what's the next thing? So what's the next idea? What's the next? You've what got are, medicine going. What are you've, we working you've on? Conquered COVID vaccines and testing, and you've won flipped the pharmacy. What's what is next for Jackson Justice? Oh yeah, that she is said a his name. I like fantastic it. question that I'm currently working on myself. Um, as far as a goal at the moment, I don't okay. have one. I don't know what the next major thing is. What I'm currently occupied with is um, so part of my series of unfortunate events I didn't get to yet was we had a car drive through the front of our store. But now, I finally got a contractor. They're going to get started this month. So we're trying to get the store. So we're not going to turn together. it into a drive through after all. Nah, well, you needed we those big concrete posts. In the front, so yeah. I'll right. pitch that at the next city council meeting. Oh, they not let you do that. You can't just do it on your own. I don't. I can't implicate do it on my own. I don't know what their stance on it would have been, but interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense depending on what you are. That there's certain areas that have like building code requirements like the woodlands mcdonald's isn't allowed to look like mcdonald's yeah those big old round concrete things in front of target those aren't decorations those are for grandma hitting the wrong uh, foot pedal we're on the town squares we have the city ordinances to follow and like all the the sidewalk is theirs but i'm expected to keep it clean and maintain it i gotcha well what you need to do is is put the little post that look like a horse hitch no i was gonna say um, put out some big uh, planners oh, that's that are a good idea, like full in of concrete, mm-hmm. and Dude, then some, the inside of them yeah, make you know large concrete planners with pretty flowers. Well, I I can't wait to you know hear about your next endeavors when we cross paths again in person. Yeah. So horrible I, I, that you didn't remember him. Do you know how many people like walk <laughs> by and it's just like I'm sure it, I it, met it, him too. It, 
I mean, like after this, then yeah, I'm gonna recognize. I mean, him when we I see probably. Him on the I don't know floor. how he ended up on the podcast. We probably met him and said, "Hey, we want him because on the podcast." Because he won flip the pharmacy. Oh, I and, liked my story better. It was okay. kind of a recovery. Well, I mean, we we also find instances where it's like something remarkable. Like you won flip the pharmacy, and it's like, "Hey, we need to have this guy on the podcast." Or somebody mentioned you in passing and something awesome you did, and so. Yeah. yeah, this is how. So, Jackson Justice, we've enjoyed our time with you today. So, uh, congratulations yeah. on your success and and uh, taking on the store and winning the staff over and starting Winning new flip programs. The pharmacy. Yeah. What, what it? Let's uh, just just cut out the win the staff over and the humble part <laughs> that way I can survive the rest of the year at work. No, that's gold. <laughs> that is gold. That is gold. That is gold. That's good. <laughs> Maybe watch that's, it. That's like. what makes it so awesome because like people listen to the show and they're like. Oh my God, I'm laughing so hard. And then especially like, we've actually been to a pharmacy where they're like, Hey, we saw your face on the thing. You were, we, and they were like so excited to see their, their leader or their pharmacist on the um, screen that day. Their so leader. Their oh, leader. Yeah. Jackson I was like, Hey, if they put my face on here, you guys are going to have to look at it every day. <laughs> Jackson. So, so today they have to call you our leader. No, I think I think nah. that what would make it. I They're going to watch the podcast. Just, They're going to be hello, leader. Well, no, I think what would make it awesome is if we were able to kind of put your image and your name, Jackson Justice, with like a Justice League background. Oh yeah. And if we could get their pictures and we could put their faces on some of the bodies. Oh yeah, they'd be all the the. He, oh oh oh! She did it. You have a Justice League. <laughs> just with a U.S. Yeah, that'd be fun. So sometime like five, six years, some of your anniversary, right? Have somebody paint a little thing no, with everybody some, a superhero. Somebody on his staff is going to listen to this episode. That'd be the justice They're going to get on Photoshop or they're going to get on Dolly and they're going to upload and make it all happen. And you're just going to get a birthday card be the or justice a bo league. boss's day card. That's going to be they, uh, from your Justice League. They all already have avatars of their own. Nice. I've I've assigned a legion avatar and I find it it's pretty funny. Um so okay. many layers to you, Justice. He's just—he's got giving people he's avatars. Got layers. And, Let him and, talk about and, the avatar. About the avatars. Okay, go ahead with the avatars. Uh, so this year, uh, instead of like training or emails or whatever, I turned it into a game. Okay. So they're—they're. I give them updated name badges. Their years of service is their label, and I turned it all into like this game. And um, I give them tokens as the year goes on for things they do, something they ace. Um, you know, just going above and beyond. And then there's just like, once you accumulate this many as a team, there's, you know, they can negotiate a reward with me at each level. Interesting. So let's just, we do that to play. And like, part of the fun for me was giving them their avatars. So like my one girl who is very detailed, her avatar is scribed with a codex. And her skill okay. is a daughter of eyes and crosser of T's. Interesting. I love it. I love it. So they all got these little personalized avatars and name badges for the year. And it, again, it's part of that building that teamwork environment mm -hmm. thing. So it's a little dorky and a little cheesy, but I've got some, no, great. some losers on the team. It's well, not easy not being cheesy. Dorky, I knew but. it. I knew it. I knew I didn't have to do it. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I beat you to it. It's not easy being cheesy. I know I paused because I said I'm, I'm, I'm on pause. If my if you're coming up, you're gonna be gonna be out there right there with it. <laughs> All right. We're out of time. So it was a pleasure. We enjoyed today. it. Yeah, thank and, you guys. Uh, enjoy your day. I hope it doesn't rain. Um, and, and enjoy uh, your staycation. We'll, we'll see you at the next place you decide to get out to. Yeah. <laughs>
See you later, Jax. Thank All you. Right. Bye, guys. Thank Bye. you very much. Have a good Bye. one. Bye. Thank you for watching the Catalyst Pharmacy Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, subscribe, and follow us wherever you get your podcast. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts to help us reach more pharmacy professionals like you.